One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome to another international version of Jules and Sarah, the podcast. That's right. If you're hearing a delay and a bit of an echo, that's because Jules Von Hepp is in... New York, New York. New York City. That's right. Read all about it. It's the big <laughs> apple. Um, but I'm also Portsmouth crew. We were having a chat. At the time of recording, I have to check out of my hotel, I think in 20 minutes. So we're playing cleaner lady knock on roulette. Sure. She might knock on. She might not housekeeping might come and whip Jules von Hepp out and say he's got to leave immediately <laughs> throwing his th- things onto the street below or we might be all right who knows which way it will go we're gonna finish that with might come and whip Jules von Hepp and I was like it's not that kind of hotel stuff I don't I don't know what's giving you that impression <laughs> oh no they take checkout very seriously very very seriously I went somewhere. Now, where was this? Somewhere that we stayed. Oh, it might have been in Dublin. And it was literally, we start charging you by the hour. And it was like 75 quid an hour if you didn't check out at 11 or whatever. I would be broke. I'm always (laughs) late to check out. I'm always late. I'm like, just start cleaning the other rooms, babes. By the time you finish them, I'll be out. (laughs) Yeah. Look, by two o'clock, I'll be gone. I'll be out of your hair, all right? I know. But Dutch gets very serious with checkout because he obviously works in the hotel industry and he's Dutch, so his timekeeping is militant. Yeah. I'm literally like, oh, I'll just check out when I check out. The world can wait for me to zip this suitcase up. Yeah, so John is exactly like Dutch. John will be sat there with his coat on, tapping his watch, (laughs) going, look, it's one minute past 11. And I'll be like, it's fine don't worry I'll just I'm just gonna go and put my makeup on I'm just gonna look they can't what can they do we're going as fast as we can exactly babes god it's a good job you and me don't travel together (laughs) (laughs) we'd never come home (laughs) but darling how are you how is it the traveling the jet set the NYC it's good babes it's good like I've been in the Netherlands for Christmas lest we forget yes lovely because this now we discussed this last year when you made when you made that paper mache cup to give to somebody from, <laughs> to give to somebody from Dutchie's family and wasn't it was the motorized hand that was yeah, also given yeah because basically you had to make a gift port salute crew and it was something reflective of what you thought of them and Dutch really undersold it to me and I made a paper mache pantone cup for mm. his brother and then oh lo and behold when I got there 
prosthetic hands were being <laughs> unveiled. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But this year, because of children and newborn babies, the making of said gifts was canned and you have to write a poem. Oh, great. So, like, oh, great. Good. It, was, it was all fine. It was fine. So, yeah, and then flew on over here. Now, I really risked it at the airport. I got, like, I got, I've been really suffering, actually, with Gatwick Dad, which I can't believe that I'm actually confessing that because you know me, Sarah, yeah. like, check in late. Like, I checked in for a flight last week, half an hour before it was due to set up. I just, I mean, I can't, as you know, it brings me out in high. It makes me very, very nervous. And no one is more surprised, except maybe you, to hear that you've been suffering. I mean, what's brought it on? I think it's too many flights. And what, what mm. it is, is I'm travelling so much. Every day I get an email being like, it's time to check in. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to do again. <laughs> to go um, where? When? No, I'm like, what's happening? Um, but yeah, the other week I almost missed a flight and it was a bit close for call. But luckily it was a flight to Amsterdam and loads of British tourists in Birmingham were getting drunk and they couldn't get on the plane. So it was all held up and I just strolled onto that aircraft. I was like, I'm here. Oh, darling, it's the dream. It's almost worth buying them drinks in the airport. Yeah, I know. I was really grateful. It was a stag do and someone was dressed as a dinosaur. And I was like, thank you, lads. Thank you so much. <laughs> so were they not allowed on the flight? Well, no, they just had to, like, calm themselves down. Sure, yeah, a bit overexcited, a bit rowdy. People get like that, it's fine, it's totally fine. I love that the ground stuff, they've seen it all. Hendus, stagdus, marriages, divorces, they've seen the lot. I got myself in a real flat with Dutch, because Dutch is very organised and he's really good at travel. I wouldn't describe myself as an organised person um, in terms of admins. I was literally going to check in for this flight to America and I had this you know when you go a bit cold and you're like oh my god is my visa still in date it happens to me all the time darling (laughs) (laughs) and then as we're standing in the queue I said to Dutch I was like I'm I'm just going to check about my visa actually and he was like well if you haven't got it you won't be going to America will you and I was like now's not the time to lay on the pressure and anyway I got myself in such a flap such a flap and I couldn't like I couldn't compose myself and you know like you get start getting dry mouth and then I went to the front of the desk because I have had it once before when I was flying to Australia and I was stopping off in China and I didn't have a Chinese visa and then my whole trip got turned upside down it was awful and I was like oh my god I'm gonna go through all of this but in front of the man that I love yeah horrible hideous hideous luckily Dutch sweet torture my visa was fine and I got a little upgrade that's oh, good oh god <laughs> it sounds like it couldn't have gone better <laughs> I know I was thrilled with it I was like perfect <laughs> Oh my god, I just don't know how you do it. I mean, I'm the Portsloo crew. If you're a regular listener, you'll know that I am somebody who checks that they've got their passport 49 times on the way to the airport. Visas, forget it. I don't want to go, I I can't go anywhere that I need a visa. It's just too stressful. I would love to bring you to the Americas. Imagine you and me in America. Oh my God. I mean, that is, I mean, it's a documentary film just waiting to be happened. Sarah coming to America with Jules. <laughs> I can really, I can really see you standing at the, standing at the Statue of Liberty, you know, like at the shores of immigration, like I'm here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, good heavens, look at that. <laughs> So being in the Netherlands, um, they have like lots of different types of Dutch Christmas treats. Mm. One of them, which I discovered, is called papernoten. Now, I've had this before. It's like a cinnamon biscuit. It's like the size of a 
Brussels sprouts. Right. This Christmas gone, I had a chocolate-covered paper note. And Sarah, they're delicious. Oh, my God. So, I thought, what a nice treat it'll be to bring the paper notes over to the Americas and give them to my team here. <gasps> Charming! So, on that Sunday morning, I got up, got on Dutch's mum's bike, cycled through the rain to the local shop and got some paper notes. Cycled back through the rain, ruined my makeup, got, um, <laughs> got back, put them in my case and brought them over. So, I'm I'm literally in the office and I was like, hi guys, like I brought you this little bag of paper notes and Sarah, it's nothing special. Like, I got it in Lidl. Yeah. Don't anyone port suit crew. <laughs> and then, as I sit down and everyone's like, oh, yum, somebody walks in and they're like, oh, hi guys, I've just brought you this eight-row tiered box of macaroons from Lauderay <laughs> and put them next to my sad old bag of Dutch treats. And I was like, <laughs> I was both, like, embarrassed but also really welcoming of the macaroons. It was a real juxtaposition to be in. And I was like, I'm not going to have one out of protest. I'll just eat my paper notes and keep trying to like advertise. And I was like, girls, girls, have you, don't you love these paper notes? They've all got macaroons around their face. And they're like, mm, yeah, not really, George. I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> Cycling out in the rain to go and get them. I know. My, oh. my glistening bronze of ran. Oh, love. It's so cute. Oh my gosh. I miss you. Oh, I miss you, darling. I miss you. I really do. Your little Jules's little face popped up on Skype um, before, and I was like, oh, I just got really excited to see you. Because it's been ages, because we did a double. I mean, this is really behind the velvet curtain here, Portslough crew. We did a curtain. No, there's no curtain. There's not even a wafer thin blind. So we recorded double. So it has been weeks. It, it's been weeks since we've actually seen each other. But I really thought of you on Monday because I, so I decided I was going to take myself out for a bit of lunch and a bit of work. I was going to get out of the house. I was going to go and do something and, you know, be somebody. So I started walking and I got progressively more hungry and I was getting more and more cross that I couldn't find the appropriate lunch and work spot because as you know I have very very specific requirements I'm nodding and a lot so I kept walking kept walking kept walking eventually was so hungry you know when you get to the point where you're like sod it I just need somewhere anywhere will do and so I went into this place and it wasn't quite right. They were playing very loud metal music, which I found deeply upsetting. Hard Rock Cafe will do that, darling. <laughs> so I got in there anyway. I was like, whatever. They also had one of those living walls. You know when it's like the moss? Mm. Yeah, all that kind of stuff, which I wasn't into. But I thought, no, no, no. Come on, we've come this far. Went up to the counter, <laughs> ordered, right? Ordered a bowl of soup, butternut squash, and also a sort of half chia batter thing, um, which had goat's cheese, caramelised onion. It was £10. £10 for a sandwich and a bowl of soup, right? To eat by a bit of moss as well. To eat by great. some moss and to be blasted by Iron Maiden, right? Well, I wasn't... <laughs> but I thought, you know, again, we've come this far, whatever. So I pay, sit down... Um, and I plug my laptop in, open my laptop, I've got quite a nice table, lots of space, and so I'm just about to crack on. The girl came over, and she went, oh, excuse me, um, this table is no laptops, 
and I looked around the whole cafe, right? The whole, ca everywhere looked the same. It wasn't like there was a cornered off area that was for work. They were also very, very empty. It was a Monday afternoon. And I said, really? And she went, yeah, you, you can't use your laptop here. Well, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. I said, fine. Don't worry, I shan't stay. Can I have my money back? She took £10 out of the till and off I trotted. <gasps> yep. That's dramatic. It was, it really was. But what was fantastic was I went three doors down. It was a gorgeous bakery. This girl did me a lovely um, hummusy, so you would have liked it actually, hummusy, rockety, pea salad. I had a cup of tea. They couldn't have been nicer. I was thrilled to bits. I'm so happy for you, babes. Yeah, thanks, thanks. I just, I knew you would. I knew you'd appreciate that. But yes, I voted literally with my feet. I messaged Sarah this week and I can't, I'm really looking forward to hearing June's news this week. But also, so, um, Honeycomb has been working its way into my life a lot. It's been at a lot of breakfast in hotels. Interesting. Um, and I really, really need you to talk to June about bringing back her passion about becoming a beekeeper. Right. Yes, I shall pass. <laughs> what a convoluted! I'd be interested looking into that with her if she wants to sure. go to some sort of convention. Yeah, I'd trust it. It does seem a very long-term plan to get honeycomb, become a beekeeper. I think June and I have got what it takes to become Britain's next top beekeeper. I have no doubt that between the two of you, the bees won't know what's hit them. <laughs> Will we do will we do a bit of correspondence? Let's, 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 let's. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, so this is via the Portslough Crew Closed Facebook group. Um, this is from Liberty Howells, dying for that name, FYI. Somehow ended up watching Rick Stein's French Odyssey cooking program last night and we'd managed to get a baby to sleep upstairs for the first time. No such luck tonight. And he was discussing cheeses. As the subject does tend to be a rather popular in La France, he then proceeded to say that he thought Port Salut was the world's most boring cheese, at which point I turned to my husband 
husband in utter disgust at the thought. Who, hold the door, agreed. Today has been mostly spent questioning my whole marriage and choice <laughs> to have a child with this man, alongside trying to get an overtired baby to sleep. Best wishes to all fellow Port Salewers. Now, we have been alerted to this, um, that it has been taking place, the old Rick Stein. And I liked Rick Stein. I was keen on Rick Stein, and I can't believe that he would betray us in this way. Sarah, I've got a reservation at one of Rick oh Stein's restaurants in December. I'm thinking of cancelling it. You must. You'll have to cancel it immediately. Or I'll have to wear a wig and glasses when I eat there. Yeah, or why don't, why don't you sneak a bit of Port Salou in why don't you, and just <laughs> pop it on yeah. the cheese trolley? If they bring some cheese over, just add it to it and say, really, I'm just not convinced that it is without this. <laughs> so this has come in from Alex E. Bonan. Hello, Alex E. Sarah, I was listening back to an old episode of the podcast from last Christmas when June tried to go and see an NT live but accidentally ended up watching Bohemian Rhapsody. And it reminded me, it reminded me of my of my own surprise Brian May story that I think you and Jules might find funny. I'm part of an amateur dramatic society. Theatre 48 in Horsham, West Sussex. And we put on plays at our local theatre. Last year, we were doing our show in the little studio theatre when there, unbeknownst to us, Brian May was doing his tour in the main theatre on the same night. We... (laughs) (laughs) We only found out on the night when nearly every member of the cast came into the dressing room before the show saying, I've just seen Brian May. I've just got a selfie with Brian May. I've just seen Brian May in the car park. During our show, he was banging around in the corridor, which connects the backstage of both theatres, and being so loud, I had to shush him, as the audience in our theatre could hear the noise. Every time I see him now, I think, ugh, noisy Brian May. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that superb? Isn't that absolutely wonderful? Alex, you've absolutely made my day with that. I have to read you this one as well. This is from Faye and this came through on Instagram. Loveliest Jules and Sarah. The fact that I had half this bag of my favourite crisps at 7am on the way to the station is entirely your fault. I blame your hilarious crisp lady in Glasgow story and subsequently the episode The Game based on crisps. There I was, listening to such delicacy, descriptive words about all the different kinds available to me, and then a Tesco popped up round the corner. It was like I blacked out on what happened after that is not my responsibility. I may have gone to the trouble of putting this devilishly devilish bag inside my spare shopper just to disguise my gobbling them on the street at the station. (laughs) My mouth is now now left numb with the overwhelming saltiness and my fingers disgustingly sticky from whatever those delectable chemicals are that taste like bacon. (laughs) And what's worse, I will now go eat two more breakfasts and accept that clearly this is what I needed to do to get through this day. Well, I I support and applaud all of this. Thank you both for these lovely unexpected lessons in your podcast. P.S. I just demolished a raspberry and white chocolate muffin and a twirly pastry and I feel fabulous. (laughs) P.P.S. I'm sorry to say the muffin was on the dry side and decidedly lacklustre when it came to tasting like all the bad things it should have been like buttery, fattening and fluffy. I was like, this is one of the best DMs I've ever received in my entire life. (laughs) The image of Faye 
hiding a Tesco bacon-flavoured crisp bag in her spare shopper and going in and eating them on the sly at the train platform is gorgeous. Just heaven. It's absolutely... I mean, because we've all been there, Faye. Faye is all of us. I am Faye. I'm Faye. Be more Faye. Be more Faye. We absolutely... We adore you for getting in touch. We just... We love you so much. Slide into the DMs. I'm at this Sarah Powell. And I'm at Jules Von Hepp. And you can write to us. And of course, we'll give out the address at the end of the podcast. In fact, Jules, uh, when you get back, I popped down to the post office today and picked up a quite a heavy but substantial box that has arrived from the Portslough crew. Ooh. So something to look forward to. Gold something to look forward to. <laughs> How is, I mean, is it Sheila? Is it Ken? Is it mother? Is it father? Oh, it's a Sheila week. Now, Sheila um, and I, we try and, when I'm travelling, it's hard to catch up. But luckily, due to O2 travel, I can just call now and it doesn't cost a penny. So Fabulous. I phoned her the other day. <laughs> Hashtag just, not spawn. Not spawn, should be. I phoned Sheila the other day and I was walking around Amsterdam. Now, Sheila is a big fan of Amsterdam. Absolutely loves it. So I'm walking, she said, um, she said, oh, how's your Dutch coming on? And just at that very moment, um, a cyclist nearly ran me over. And, I, and then she stopped. And I was like, oh, thank you, Val, which means thank you in Dutch. Well, I was like, mum, look, it's, it's already ingraining in me. And she was like, gosh, you're doing very well. Aren't you doing, you're doing so well. And I said, well, so Dutch and I, have, she said, do you think you and Dutch would ever get married in Amsterdam? And I said, oh, mum, I'm not sure. I said, maybe. And she went, oh, God, I'll have to get practising Dutch. I'm going to have to start. She said, I'm going to be bilingual. <laughs> She's going to be bingo. I said, Mum, the phrase is bilingual. I said, the irony that you're trying to tell me this. I said, you might want to learn to speak English first. And we were really, you know, when you get really laughing on the phone, we're really laughing. And um, I said, do you know what, though, Mum, you might speak Dutch better. So Sheila's really considering actually taking up Dutch. Oh, my God. This is superb. The idea of Sheila communicating with Dutch in Pigeon Dutch is so cute. When Dutch's English is better than all of ours, is just phenomenal. She's also in a bit, which we're also, Sheila and I are very much in agreement, and I know you will be too, Sarah, because I sent Sarah this image of the day, that Sheila will be whipping up a Pavlova ring for the holiday season. Oh, God, I'm beside myself. I am beside myself. She's practising left, right and centre. That bowl is being held upside down. What it is, Portugal <laughs> crew, is it's a wreath made of Pavlova. That's what I think is going to be unveiled. Yeah, the meringue, yeah. I mean, she's got stiff peaks. That woman. <laughs> she can't move for stiff peaks. And all she's doing is cursing in Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ken sitting there eating it all. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, I, I'm, I'm sat down and I'm ready for this June news. You must be. Okay. Oh, my gosh. So, Portsmouth crew, I have been waiting to tell you all about this. Right. <laughs> So last week, I went up to June's. Uh, we went to go and visit my nan because Nanny Lula is just about to have a cataract done. At the time of recording, she's had it done. It's gone very well. Last week, we were seeing her pre-op, okay? So we popped down to see her. Now, Nan lives in Wales. It's about an hour and a half just over that to drive over there. The Welsh hills, the valleys, that sort of thing. Anyway, we got there. So in the car, it's me, mum, Lorna, my sister, Felix, my little four-month-old nephew, delicious, right? So it's the four of us in the car. So we're... St- <laughs> 
We get there, lovely, lovely. We have lunch. June took parsnip soup. Very impressed that uh, she managed to travel it so well. We get in the car. Bye, Nan. Toot, toot. Good luck with the cataract. We drive off, okay? We've barely been going. Ten minutes. This is in the pitch black in Wales. Suddenly, a warning light starts flicking on the car. Ten. And I was like, well, you know, they come on all the time. Don't worry. But then it starts beeping. Then it says suspension fault, maximum speed, 30. Things are going wrong, right? So June's like, it's fine. We'll just do 30 all the way home. I said, mum, on the motorway? I don't think so. Right. So anyway, the car then starts to bunny hop along the road and there's the scraping of metal at the back. Mum was like, oh, I know just, I know this pub where we can pull into. I was like, mum, you need to stop the car now. We've put the hazards on. The guy behind us has pulled right back. Park up in the car park. We get out the car. Both the back tyres have blown and the suspension's gone. It was rescue o'clock, right? Oh my God. So we're in, handbrake, handbrake turns will do that to you. <laughs> oh, she's a devil when she's off-roading. So we ring the RAC and they're like, okay, something that mum always does in any given emergency is to say, tell them you've got a newborn baby because she says they always come quicker. So imagine her delight when she actually genuinely had a four month old baby. I was like, right. So they get off the phone. I was like, is there anything to be said for half a cider in the pub? But sadly not. So then we get a phone call and it's Welsh Brian. Brian's rung up. He said, I've heard you're in a fix. <laughs> I was like, oh, Brian, you know, it's terrible. We've got... He's like, oh, yes, I see. And he said, well, I don't think I'll be able to fix it. But I tell you what, uh, I've got a Ford Fiesta you can have. <laughs> so mum's like, get it here, Brian. Ruby needs a tea like this. Anyway, they turn up. These two blokes, oh my God, it was so funny. One of them was very large. One of them was very, very small, right? Right. June, by this point, has had to go in the shop and buy a twirl because her nerves just can't handle a moment longer of it. see her through. Yeah, this is it. Anyway, (laughs) these guys turn up and I got out the car and they were like, is it Sarah? I was like, yeah. I said, you're my knight in shining armour. He said, no, I'm a twat in (laughs) tinfoil. Oh my god so then then we start <laughs> mum's like we need to clear the car out we'll take the things out of the car and uh, transfer them to the fiesta i just need to say that it was the oldest car it was the oldest ford fiesta i've ever seen in my life yeah so we're getting it in anyway june <laughs> june goes in the glove compartment i'm like what's this <laughs> and she's got in a sandwich bag a load of old bits of tatty jewellery, right? Including her 90s gold earrings. I was like, Mum, what's this? And she's like, oh, I've been meaning to take that to We Buy Any Gold. <laughs> I was like, what? She was like, Kerry got 500 quid for hers. I was like, oh, my God. She was like, we've definitely got to take that with us. So we get in the car. Anyway, we get in the car and... <laughs> We're like loading in. June's dis- June's like, I can't drive it. She's like, I just can't. I was like, okay, I'm going to drive, which was big. I had to, do you know, I had to be very brave, very, very brave. And I was thrilled to be stuck behind a lorry for most of the way home. 
I went to get in the driver's seat. I said, what's this? Picked it up. It was like some fabric. I said to the bloke, what's this? And he went, oh, <laughs> it was a pair of tights. <laughs> I said, what's been going on in here? We've got in this car and it's a pair of tights. And he was like, no, I use it for the windscreen, see? You're more than welcome to do it yourself. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> And so we drove. <laughs> Can you bear it? No. Can you bear it? So that was June and my and Laura and Felix's little adventure in the Welsh hills last week. June with that gold. Oh my God, the gold. The we buy any gold, pay for gold, cash for gold. That was it. Oh my God. It wasn't even gold. Most of it was like stainless steel. Can't it. It was. Most of it didn't even look gold. <laughs> you oh, can't God. trade in and accessorise a necklace. Oh. oh, my God. It was really funny. Oh, will we do a bit of news from the north? Oh, my God. Let's, I can't even speak after that. <laughs> I was, like, really, really laughing. <clears throat> um, now, this one comes from the Northumberland News, which you would think is from Northumberland in the UK, but seen as I'm in the Americas, turns out there's a Northumberland here, too. Ooh. Pet Parade, part of five ideas for things to do in East Northumberland this weekend. Just one of the five. And what we're going to do is go through the five because they are unbelievable. A Santa Claus pet parade and plenty of Christmas activities are part of the weekly five ideas for things to do in East Northumberland this weekend. Great. Number one, Granny's Holly Jolly Book and Bake Sale is at the Trinity St Andrews United Church in Brighton on Friday, December the 6th from 6 to 8pm. Baked goods and a mini cafe, I mean <laughs> mini cafe is incredible, will raise money for the Stephen Lewis Foundation and Grandmothers to Grandmothers campaign. Gorgeous, divine. I also like the idea of a mini cafe being a very small like doll's house cafe that people have to try and fit into um number two there's public skating session planned in brighton on friday night december the 6th starting at 7 p.m all of the skating you can handle at the king edward park for the pricey sum of three dollars the colborne art gallery hosts its christmas tea browse the gallery and then partake in an old-fashioned tea party with delicious goodies that's on saturday december the 7th from noon to 4 p.m gosh it's all go isn't it you'll be absolutely skint and exhausted and full. Um, the Christmas Craft Show returns to King Edward Park Arena in Brighton December the 7th from 10am to 3pm. But this is my favourite bit. For, at number five, cuteness overload. The fifth annual Castleton Santa Claus Pet Parade is in the village on Sunday December the 8th at 2pm. It starts at Northumberland Hills Public School and ends at the Town Hall. Now, it doesn't specify what pets you can parade with. And in my mind, I can see someone like, well, who the hell brought the llama? Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's Oh my god, is that an iguana? I know, we told you, Deborah, no lizards. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's actually iguana, isn't it? Rather than iguana. I liked iguana. Iguana. <laughs> I was really there for that. Thanks, actually. darling. Thanks. I, I, I really appreciate that. Um, so my news from the North has come from the Liverpool Echo. Shoppers outraged at ridiculous price of Home Bargain's giant Toblerone. Incredible. Home Bargains has revealed it is selling a giant bar of Toblerone, but customers are shocked at how much it will set you back. The enormous chocolate bar, which weighs 4.5 kilograms and is approximately 80 centimetres long, costs £49. 
what? The giant sweet treat is available online and in store. God, nobody would want to be delivering that. According to the Home Bargains Facebook page, which joked, we're going to need a bigger bag. Despite enjoying the novelty, customers have been left outraged at the price. One person said, oh, in their right mind, we would pay that amount for a chocolate bar, especially a cheap one like that. Another added, you want your head looking at if you're going to spend £50 on chocolate. One customer even took the time to work out if the £49 bar is worth the price. He said, if you buy the 150 gram bars at the pound shop for one, for 1.5 kilograms, that's 10 bars, it's 10 pounds. For three kilograms, 20 pounds, it's 20 pounds. For 4.5, that's 30 bars, it's 30 pounds. So really, you're only play, paying for the novelty of the item. Thank you oh, for that. <laughs> One customer pointed out the amount of other Christmas gifts you'd be able to spend the cash on, whilst an- another asked if the retailer was joking. Others added, I really wanted one, but I'm not quite at the level of madness required to spend £50 on a bar of chocolate, and I'll rather just get my weekly shopping than waste £50 on this. However, many shoppers loved the idea of the enormous bar, tagging friends and requesting it as a Christmas present, or suggesting it would be perfect for family members. One person said, we'll definitely need a bigger Christmas stocking and might need to put Christmas dinner back an hour so I can finish it. The giant Toblerone bar can be bought at Home Bargains or online or in store for £49. It's steep. It's a real commitment. It is a commitment, but it's such a novelty. A giant Toblerone. Nobody's going to be unimpressed, are they, when you produce that on Christmas morning? They brought mini Toblerones round on my flight right over here, and I was really there for it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they they really do come in all sizes, all (laughs) from the mini to the extreme. You're a good ambassador for Toblerone. Oh my gosh, I think you'd be very good. But don't they do hurt though? You know, if you try to break off a bit of Toblerone, it does hurt. <laughs> it hurts your mouth, and it's also yeah, it's, very hard. And you go in fast, and you get it from the fridge, and you're like, gah, 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 gah. yeah. But, but like, even just breaking off a piece. I mean, you know, I've very badly hurt my thumb once trying to crank a piece of Toblerone off. It just seems like a lot of effort. <laughs> Sarah, what's the cast for? <laughs> Toblerone. <laughs> Toblerone-related injuries. There will be an article somewhere. Um, Now, Jules, in the light of all this Toblerone chat, and also to celebrate your um, extreme travelling, I thought it might be fun uh, to play the game uh, where you have 20 seconds to name as many things as you might see in Duty Free. Oh! Are you ready? Yeah! Go! Um, fragrance, shampoos, cigarettes, alcohol, um, oh, milk or chocolate, yes. um, sunglasses, um, little pashminas, oh, those pillows that you sleep on, eye masks, earplugs, um, what else? I mean, I guess it could be specific, Toblerone, Skittles, m and um, And that's it. We really don't have time to go through all the alcohols, but... <laughs> I was just about to touch on a lovely Rioja, actually. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Very, very good. Very, very good. Oh, my gosh. 
Look, we absolutely, we love you for listening. We just adore you. And thank you for bearing with us with Jules on the other side of the old Atlantic there. You can write to us, of course. Now, this is always tricky across Skype, but we're going to do it anyway. The address is... The Port Salute Crew HQ. P.O. Box? Six. 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 <laughs> seven. Four, seven. London. N. W5. Nine. G. H. Just, <laughs> Not frustrating at all, that delay, is it? <laughs> it just doesn't get any easier, does it? Um, we do, of course, always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? This is an affirmation, and it comes from Reba Trin-Scott, who shared it on the uh, Portsmouth Crew closed Facebook group page. It's gorgeous. Respect your body when it's asking you for a break. Respect your mind when it's seeking rest. Honour yourself when you need a moment for yourself. Well, it's heaven. Absolutely gorgeous. Lovely. Lovely. <laughs> we adore you for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.